This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Europe is worried that the IRA and all the EV incentives it provides will push more European companies to open EV and battery plants in the U.S. And now Swedish battery maker Northvolt is considering opening a new plant in the U.S. instead of Germany. Why? It could get more than $830 million in incentives from the Inflation Reduction Act, which is four times more than what it would get in Germany. And then there's energy costs, which have soared in Europe ever since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Thomas Schaefer, the head of the Volkswagen brand, warns that if the EU doesn't address high energy costs, it won't be feasible to produce batteries in Europe. So what do you think? Should the U.S. provide exemptions to the IRA, or should Europe adopt its own version of the legislation? Interest rates are sky high, inflation is running rampant, and the stock market is going through a major correction. But the U.S. auto industry could end the year on a high note. That's according to Ward's Intelligence, which says that rising inventory levels are giving automakers some tailwind. More inventory means that dealers won't be able to charge as much over the MSRP, and it means automakers can make more cars, trucks, and vans available to fleets, which have been starving for vehicles. Ward says automakers have 1.6 million vehicles in inventory, which is 58% higher than it was at this time a year ago. There are a lot of ways to make vehicles run cleaner, and some of them have nothing to do with building better vehicles. Nissan, the Tennessee Department of Transportation, and four universities did a test using 100 Nissan Rogues with artificial intelligence cruise control technology. They drove the Rogues on a four-mile stretch of Interstate 24 just outside of Nashville, which is equipped with 300 sensors that can capture 260 million vehicle miles of data per year. The idea is to figure out how to smooth out traffic and reduce congestion. And that can have a dramatic impact on fuel efficiency and emissions. Some studies suggest that with better traffic management, emissions could drop more than 20% without any change in the current fleet of vehicles. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility, manufacturing smarter, reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. I love cars, but I can get bored with how similar most look which is why I get so excited for weird stuff like this electric delivery van from a Chinese EV startup called Zhenhu. This is the EV48. Small wheels, small windows mounted high on the front doors, a near vertical grille, and a single B-pillarless side door opening all add to this van's quirkiness. It's powered by a 60 kilowatt or 82 horsepower electric motor and features an LFP battery from CATL. Zhenhu was founded less than two years ago, but the EV48 will launch sometime early next year and will be built by another Chinese automaker, Jianling, which also has a JV partnership with Ford. 
But wait, there's even more weird stuff coming out of China. A company called Dairy Auto says it plans to launch a series of EVs and just revealed a couple of last-mile delivery vehicles. One is a small wedgie van with squared-off design features called the Neomore 03, and the other, called the Neomore 01, is an even smaller vehicle with a more bubbly design and a face similar to the Honda E. The 01 features a tiny 8-kilowatt-hour battery pack, but is said to return a somewhat impressive 120 kilometers, or 74 miles of range. Sounds like these vehicles should hit the market before 2024. Mercedes did a life cycle assessment of the EQE sedan and found a few ways to cut carbon emissions. First, it based the assessment on 250,000 kilometers or 155,000 miles of driving. And Mercedes found that the EQE has 184 components that weigh over 78 kilograms or about 172 pounds that can at least be partly made with recycled or renewable materials. But the one we found most intriguing is that the total life cycle CO2 of the EQE can nearly be cut in half if the battery cells are made with renewable energy, like hydroelectric power. We'll provide a link in the transcript or description box if you'd like to read more. Audi's RS models are already strong performers but it's giving the RS6 and RS7 even more power. The turbos of the car's 4-liter V8 have been increased, which boosts output by roughly 30 horsepower to nearly 630 and torque by about 37 pound-feet. That makes them two-tenths of a second faster from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour compared to the base RS6 and 7. They'll now do that run in 3.4 seconds. Audi also removed insulation to improve sound and reduce weight. It added a new self-locking center diff and wrapped the unique 22-inch wheels in performance tires. The new RS6 and 7 Performance Editions go on sale December 8th in Germany and cost €135,000. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Chinese EV maker Neo is currently expanding into Europe, and now it's setting its sights on the U.S. market. The head of the company, William Lee, told employees that it will sell its next-gen vehicles in the U.S., but he didn't share any details about when or what vehicles it will sell. That raises the question, will Neo just eat the 27.5% import tariff on Chinese cars shipped to the U.S.? Or will NEO start assembling cars in the U.S. to avoid those tariffs? Some auto analysts believe that Chinese OEMs will have to build cars in the U.S. if they want to crack into the market. Legacy automotive suppliers can still be competitive in the EV game if they come out with the right components. And now Mala says it has 1.4 billion euros in orders for an AC compressor it developed specifically for electric vehicles. The compressor can run on up to 900 volts, 
has a peak power of 18 kilowatts and only displaces 57 cubic centimeters. So it can be used in everything from small passenger vehicles to heavy-duty trucks. Automakers all over the world are committing to achieve carbon neutrality by 2050. And that's a problem for hybrid electric and plug-in hybrid vehicles unless low-carbon e-fuels become widely available. That's one of the findings that came out of the SAE's North American International Propulsion Conference this month. While hybrids and plug-in hybrids do reduce CO2 emissions, they don't go far enough. Only BEVs can get automakers to carbon neutrality by the middle of the century. And it doesn't look like e-fuels are going to ride to the rescue for hybrids and plug-ins. As we reported yesterday, e-fuels need three times the energy to make than gasoline and also cost three times as much. That's a wrap for today. Thanks for tuning in. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.